baseball is officially back. Welcome everybody to the Rockies Now podcast. Always a pleasure to talk Colorado Rockies baseball with you guys. Happy opening day, everybody. Um, In today's podcast, I'm going to be talking about your Colorado Rockies team preview going into 2022 and maybe a little bit of some team predictions and some uh, comparisons to past Colorado Rockies teams, especially over the past few years. So let's get started. The Rockies will be opening up the season against the Dodgers on Friday, which is tomorrow, um, against Walker Buehler. Um, Kyle Freeland will be on the mound. Um, this will be the second year in a row where the Rockies will start the season against the Dodgers. This time it will be a three-game series, where last year it was a four-game series, to which the Rockies lost that series three games to one. Um, hopefully the Rockies, Rockies uh, can... Uh, get a win or two in this series it'll be nice but um to start it all off um i'm actually going to compare some of the past teams for the rockies and i'm talking about you know 2019 2020 and 2021 teams to the current 2022 roster that the rockies have going into the season uh let's start off with 2021 the rockies had a historically bad team, especially on the road last year, and we all know it. The Rockies didn't win their first series on the road until I believe it was like middle of July, right before the All-Star break, which is bad, right? Um, and the Rockies, they, they did play better on the road in the second half, as you know, and the Rockies played five, above 500 ball after the second half um, of the season last year. And this is a team that was very, very interesting. Like, a lot of people going into the season last year thought this was going to be a, a horrible team, that this team was going to finish fifth place in the National League West. You know, I just remember last year, I didn't do any predictions at all. I wasn't involved in doing my podcast quite yet. I wasn't involved doing my Instagram page yet as well. But I just remember after the Nolan Arenado trade and and all that, I remember thinking to myself that this Rockies team is probably going to finish in fifth place. And they surprised a lot of people, including myself. And the Rockies just finished a few games under the Padres last year. And yeah, it was a bad team on the road, but it, it kind of subverted a lot of people's expectations of this team last year. And the strength of this team last year was the starting rotation um, in many ways, but also they had a lot of clutch hitters in that lineup like Elias Diaz and you know Charlie Blackman, CJ Crones, Connor Joe um, who I'm excited to see this year as well um, you know the bullpen was was bad last year but it was much better in the second half of the season so comparing the 2021 team to this year uh, you know this year in our lineup we got some new additions Chris Bryant, um, Randall Gritchick, Jose Iglesias um, so looking at the additions that we have this year and the subtractions from last year's squad, who did we lose from last year? Well, most notably, we lost shortstop Trevor Story. We also lost Chris Owings and Joshua Fuentes, cousin of Nolan Arenado. Um, and I think that's it in the lineup. Now, you know, I'm forgetting Matt Adams, but he only had a handful of appearances with the Rockies, especially during the summer months of the season. But those are the three notable guys that I can think of right now. Um, 
they didn't really have a huge impact impact on this roster for the Rockies. Um, Trevor Story had a down year, um, and to be honest with you, you know, he really did he have an impact on the Rockies last year? Yeah, I, I think he did, but it wasn't to the point where oh, he was the team MVP last year. In my in, in many eyes, I think CJ Crone was clearly the MVP of this team last year. He carried this offense, not Trevor Story. You know, Trevor Story last year had a horrible DRS. Um, he didn't do very well defensively. He had elbow problems um, at shortstop. He committed a lot of errors last year. And yeah, defensively, he wasn't so good. Offensively, not normal for Trevor Story, simply because I think a part of it was just because he was ready to get out. And I think that affected his um, stats last year. Kind of like Nolan in 2020 to... You know, if we remember Nolan, he had a down year in 2020 and he was injured as well. So Trevor Story wasn't a huge impact player, but he did make an impact. But he wasn't necessarily a huge impact player to where he helped the Rockies win 74 games. I think the impact why the Rockies won 74 games last year was because of clutch hitters like CJ Crone, Connor Joe, uh, you know, like I said, Elias Diaz. You know, the Rockies had, what was it, 11 or 12 walk-offs last year? Without those walk-offs, the Rockies would have been close to a 100-loss team um, or right around there. So there were some clutch moments for those guys. They were clutch hitters, not Trevor Story. You know, Trevor Story did have that one walk-off home run against the Diamondbacks um, in the end of May, but Trevor Story had a down year. So losing Trevor Story does take an effect, but it's not a huge effect as what many people may think. And then Chris Owings and uh, and Joshua Fuentes, they didn't do extremely well in the roster last year. Chris Owings has some upside. He had a very good opening day last year against the Dodgers. He was the uh, player of the game on opening day. I remember he did very well. He hit like two or three hits, I think, on opening day with a triple, I think. Um, he had a very good opening day, but he just was pretty much injured all season long. Joshua Fuentes had a good first couple of months of the season then just was bad the rest of the way he won that NL player of the week I believe in May I think um but other than that Joshua Fuentes wasn't very good last year except defensively um but not I'm not trying to put down Joshua but you know he just wasn't a, a player that the Rockies needed and you know yeah he had some flashes in AAA when he was coming up through the minor leagues when he was with the Rockies but he just wasn't the guy the Rockies needed and the Rockies needed power going into 2022 and that's what the Rockies did and I think Rockies fans should be thankful for that because if you imagine the Rockies like I said the Rockies offense last year wasn't good at all like especially on the road it was one of the worst road teams in the history of the sport right so without Chris Bryant and Randall Gritchick and some of the additions that they got in the lineup the Rockies would probably have even worse 2022 they would have to unless if Sam Hilliard broke out and and uh and guys like that like Brendan Rodgers they they would have to rely on those guys and you know if they would have not traded Tapia for Grichuk Tapia would have been had been one of one of those guys to where they have to rely on so um in my opinion I think this roster in terms of the lineup is better than last year uh, despite losing Trevor Story, I think this lineup is better than it was last year, in my opinion. Uh, the starting rotation, I think losing John Gray will have a little bit of a hole 
but it's not going to make a huge impact to where, oh man, it's time to panic. However, with the injuries of Peter Lambert and Ryan Rolson, um, I'm not too concerned about Peter Lambert. He should be back up in the big leagues in the next few weeks, probably. That's my guess. They're they're probably going to have him start a little bit down there in Albuquerque. But the Rockies don't have a lot of pitching depth, which is needed. Um, and I'd imagine during the draft this year, they're probably going to go after some pitchers, which is greatly needed. But, you know, I, I you know you do have Chad Cool and, and Ty Block, who I, I think they're okay. They're not great, but, um, you know, John Gray, I think he was... Um, the Rockies wanted to, him to come back originally. You know, they gave him a contract before the end of the season last year. He turned it down. The Rockies were thinking about offering him more, and... You know, a lot of fans around baseball and even though the Rockies were wondering, well, why didn't they give him a qualifying offer? Well, the Rockies already tried to give him an offer, a good, fair offer that he could stay. And I think it was like a three-year deal. Um, and it was actually a good deal for him to come back, but he rejected that. And then he eventually said, hey, I want to move on. And it wasn't against the, the Rockies or anything, but he just felt like it was time to move on. So the Rockies said, okay, we agree. So, um yeah, um, so losing John Gray might cause a little bit of a hole, but not too much because, you know, you take a look at John Gray's history as a Rocky starting pitcher. I mean, he had a lot of promise. He was a good pitcher for the Rockies, especially at home. However, he was inconsistent each year that he played. Um, his only good years, I feel like, with the Rockies were 2017 and 2019. Now, he has some good, you know, some good starts in 2016. Um, his first full year as a Rocky starting pitcher. Um, you know, he had a good 2017. He, he pitched in the wildcard game, but got blown up in that game, you know. And, uh, you know, 2018, um, kind of like was, you know, Kyle Freeland's 2019 season where everything blew up for John, and he only had one or two good starts that year, and he didn't even make the rotation in the playoffs that year. Uh, the Rockies didn't really trust him. Uh, 2019, uh, that was John Gray's really second good year in the big league. So, uh, and then, you know, 2020 and 2021, you know, he had some good starts there, especially in the first half of 2021, but he just didn't do very well, especially as a guy that the Rockies were hoping to be their future ace, especially when the Rockies first called him up in 2015. A lot lot of people thought this was going to be the ace for the Rockies. Uh, because, you know, if you remember, that's before the Rockies got Herman Marquez. And John Gray was never really that ace for the Rockies in many ways. Like, he has the stuff potentially to be an ace, but he's more of a, a, a good third or fourth rotation guy. And I heard that from a, a podcast today from, uh, from uh, one of the Rockies writers, but it's very very true you know John Gray he he we're gonna miss him but he just wasn't worth the contract that he was hoping for um so looking at this lineup compared to last year I think this this rotation is going to be about the same as the last year uh in terms of you know uh competitiveness and durability and performance I think this rotation will be fine I think it's going to be about the same as last year. I don't think we really got worse um, over the offseason. Um, we got some addition to Ty Block, who I kind of like, and then Chad Cool. Um, and then you look at uh, the bullpen, uh, which is 
been the headache of many Rockies fans. The bullpen, not very good um, for the past few years, but I do think it's getting better. And I'm just going to throw this out there. Is it a, a prediction? I guess it kind of is. Um, but I think the bullpen will be slightly better. I'm not saying it's going to be good, but I'm going to say it's slightly better. I think there's going to be a lot of bad moments for this bullpen, but I do think it's going to be better uh, with the additions of Alex Colome. We'll see what happens with him, but you know, hopefully Daniel Barton has a bounce back year. I think he's learned a lot this offseason. Uh, Carlos Estevez, I still am kind of worried about him. Uh, kind of wild delivery, kind of like Daniel Bard, but I don't know. We'll see, but I do think this bullpen has a chance to get better in 2022. So I do think the bullpen will be slightly better than last year. I think the rotation will be about the same and the lineup will be better than last year. So overall, I think this team is better than it was last year. Uh, And that, in terms of record, I think the Rockies will be right around a 78, 79, maybe even 81 team this year in 2022. Uh, Okay, so so now let's compare the 2020 team to the 2022 team. Now, for a lot of people, they would easily pick 2020, right? With Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, uh, you know, Charlie Blackman, who had a very good year that that year. Um, but if you if you compare that year at the end of the season to what we have this year, well, maybe not the end of the season of 2020, but before that. You know, Nolan Arenado coming off of a very good 2019 season, despite the Rockies being absolutely horrible in 2019, um, Nolan Arenado was, was poised to have a good year, which he didn't, he didn't have a good year. He was injured a little bit to, uh, end the year, uh, offensively, he wasn't so good. I think he hit right around 250, something like that, 260 or 240, somewhere around there in the 200s. So not a very good season for Nolan, right? Um, you know, David Dahl wasn't doing very well. Daniel Murphy, you know, he was okay, I guess that year, but Still, the Rockies' offense in 2020 was was bad. I don't remember a game where the Rockies scored over 10 runs in a game. They might have once or twice, but I really don't remember any games. The Rockies scored a, a lot of runs. The Rockies had trouble scoring runs, especially in the latter half of that 60-game season. The pitching was bad, where the Rockies would get blown out a lot, and we saw some blowouts in 2020, right? So, the offense this year, I think the offense will be better than it was in 2020. So, you know, you take a look at the 2021 roster versus the 2020 roster. It's easy to say the 2020 roster was better than 2021 in terms of offense. But actually, I would have to say maybe 2021, the 2021 offense was better than 2020. Um, and there's a lot of 20s in here, right? But um, Nolan Arenado had a down year. Trevor Story... Uh, Charlie Blackman and, you know, guys like that, they were really the only good offensive guys that year in, in that shortened season. Um, you know, you had Kevin Pillar who came in for a short time. He really didn't do much uh, for the Rockies because he wasn't here for very long. You know, he was only here for, I don't know, was it like, you know, a month, really? Like less than a month? Um, you know, Matt Kemp didn't really do much. I mean, he had some good games, but didn't do much on a one-year deal. Um Dan, like I said, Daniel Murphy, he, he was okay, I guess, but, you know, he was ready to retire, which he did um, after the season. Um, Ian Desmond was out, so you couldn't have him. Ryan McMahon, he had a, you know, iffy season, not very good, but not very bad. David Dahl, you know, not very good season. 
Uh, I think he struck out a lot that year, if I remember correctly. Uh, you know, Chris Owings was playing at second base. He wasn't doing really much there. Uh, Garrett Hampson, like a lot of the guys on the roster just didn't do well. The offense wasn't very good that year. Um, the pitching, uh, that was a problem in 2020. Um, you know, John Gray kind of had a good year or a good start and then just like kind of fell off. Uh, Kyle Freeland and Antonio Sindatella um, and Herman Marquez were really the only good pitcher for the Rockies were John Gray and uh, whoever was the other starter for the Rockies. I forget who it was. Um, and yeah, forgive me if I'm uh, forgetting that one. Um, it, it is late when I'm talking right now. It's already early in the morning here in Colorado. But uh, yeah, like overall, the rotation wasn't very strong despite good season for Marquez and Sindatella and you know, Freeland had a bounce back year, but really the bullpen was the worst part of this team, right? Uh, despite having veterans like Wade Davis and um, Brian Shaw, Jake McGee, uh, you know, Rockies did get Michael Givens, who actually did well in his time here with the Rockies. Um, good luck with him in Chicago. Hope he does well there. But yeah, the bullpen was just completely horrible. But in terms of that bullpen to this year's bullpen, I think we will have a better bullpen than 2020. This year, um, in terms of starting rotation, I think our rotation will be maybe about the same, if not better, than it was in 2020. And in terms of the lineup, I think we will have a better lineup than the 2020 season. And if you remember, the Rockies had a 11-3 and record to start the year that year in the shortened season. Um, I remember the Rockies were one of the best teams, if not the best team, to open up that shortened season. And... A lot of people thought the Rockies had a chance to make the playoffs. And, and, and as a matter of fact, the Rockies were poised to be one of the top seeds in the postseason. Because if you remember that season, you know, it was, uh, you know, eight teams in the National League and eight teams in the American League make the playoffs. And the Rockies were poised to, you know, make the playoffs. I mean, come on, like eight teams out of 15 in the National League are going to make it? Like the Rockies have to be one of them, right? Nope, they didn't make it. And, uh, you know, the Rockies finished, I believe, 26 and 34 that year. Like, they were 11-3, and they only won. After that, after the, those first 14 games or so, the Rockies only won 15, and they played 60 games. That's terrible. Like, after that 11-3 start, they were terrible. Um, simply because of the bullpen, but also the offense. So I think this team is better than the 2020 team, in my opinion. I know it's kind of bold, but that's the way I see it. Um, but yeah, like, can this Rockies team get out to a hot start, kind of like what they did in 2020? I think so. With the offense that they have now, with Randall Bridget, Chris Bryant, now I'm not saying that you have to rely on those guys. No, you have to rely on a lot of guys like Charlie Blackman, you know, KB, uh, Gritchick, Brendan Rodgers, Sam Hilliard, CJ Crone, uh, Connor Joe, like all those guys, they have to contribute, right? So, where I feel like over the past few years, even when Nolan was here, you were relying on one or two or three guys to do your entire offense. Where the rest of the guys, like Tony Walters, who I almost forgot, um, that's another position. I think the catching position is better than it was, you know, a couple years ago. No, no offense to Tony. I love Tony Walters. He's one of my favorite players when he was with the Rockies, but he just couldn't hit well. Um, Defense, he was one of the best defensive catchers in baseball. As a matter of fact, I think he was, at one point in his career, he was, like, one of the best defensive catchers in the game. Like, he was right behind JT Romuto, Yasmani Grandal. Like, I think, arguably, he could have won a gold glove. 
behind the home plate, but he didn't. But, um, but yeah, like the catching positions is much, much better than it was a couple years ago. So taking a look at it now, I think this Rockies team, if they can have good offense to start the year to avoid, you know, low scoring games on the road and if they can score runs and have good pitching, kind of like what they did last year to start the year. And if they can have a much, or I should say a little bit better bullpen, it doesn't have to be much better, but a little bit better bullpen to where they don't have to worry about the blown save games. You know, if they cut the blown saves from 30 from last year to 15, I'm totally fine with that. Um, so if the bullpen improves on that and the starting rotation is about the same and the lineup is a little bit better, this team I think could be a wildcard team. Um, and then finally going to the 2020, uh, not 2020, the 2019 team when the Rockies went 71 and 91, very disappointing. People forget that this Rockies team was a playoff team in June of that year. Uh, the Rockies were in the second wild card position in late June of 2019. The Rockies were sharing it with the Phillies. And I thought there was a chance that the Rockies could make the playoffs. That, you know, 2019 in some ways kind of reminded me of 2018 to where the Rockies kind of had a a colder start it wasn't bad but the Rockies had a colder start and once you know June July came in the Rockies really got hot and obviously we know they made the playoffs in 2018 toward 2017 it was completely opposite the Rockies had a very good start in 2017 like the first two months they were red hot once June came around it kind of got well early June um, to mid-June it was really still really good the Rockies were one of the best teams in baseball but once late June hit the Rockies had that long losing streak to where I think they lost, was it seven, eight, or nine straight games or something like it? might have been more than that, I forget. But the Rockies had that long losing streak, but the Rockies made the postseason that, that year. So there's going to be streaks. So it all depends. Will the Rockies have a good start in 2022 or will they have a cold start? And, you know, the Rockies have made, like, the Rockies made the playoffs in 2017 when they had a, a really good start, and the Rockies made the playoffs in 2018 when they had a bad start. Well, maybe not a bad start, but a colder start. So, um, you know, before I get to the, the thing about will the Rockies make the playoffs in 2022, um, can the Rockies do what they did in 2022 where they can get off to like 11-3 star or something like that? I think it's possible. The only way that it can happen is if the Rockies offense can give them runs and the pitching can lock it down, then yes, I think it's possible. And I, like I said, I think this team is a better team than the 2021 season and the 2020 Rocky season. I really do. I should say teams, but whatever. Um, will the Rockies make the playoffs in 2022? And what is the key for them to make a run at it? Um, my answer is no. The Rockies will not make the playoffs this year. However, I do think that they'll be in the hunt for the playoffs. You know, you take a look at last year, the Rockies were actually kind of in the hunt as well. The, the Rockies at one point were like, I believe like eight games away from the wild card at one point. That was when they were like at their best. Uh, I think it was like in August when the Rockies were playing like teams like the Cubs and the Marlins at home. The Rockies were doing really, really well. Um, it was like after the, the, the all-star break and after the uh, trade deadline, the Rockies were playing very good baseball. Uh, like I said, the Rockies were playing above 500 baseball after the, after the all-star game. Um, you know, I'm trying to get back to where I was. I'm, I kind of forgot it, but, uh, the Rockies, they need to 
have a better bullpen this year. Now, I'll be fine if this bullpen is mediocre at best. However, I'll settle if the bullpen's still not good. However, I want a... If, if the 5th and 6th or 7th inning guys are not that good, but the 8th and ninth inning guys are great, I'll stick with that. Um, because you, you still have your lineup, you still have guys that can hit well, you know, I mean, unless in the ninth inning or whatever, you pull a guy. But, you know, the Rockies, they have to score runs this year. They have to have a slightly better bullpen. And the starting pitching, again, you have some holes there. But, you know, again, I, I don't think the Rockies are going to make the playoffs, but... I do think that they'll make a run, but you know, now I remember. So going back to, you know, last year, the Rockies, like I said, at one point were in the wild card race. Uh, they were like eight and a half games back. I think that was the closest they ever got to the wild card. But you got to remember the Rockies were in the range of the, the, the Mets and the Cubs and even the Reds at one point to where the Rockies were like, hey, if we get on a little stretch here, we might actually try to make this wild card. And, of course, the Rockies didn't because they ran into teams like the Dodgers and the, and the Giants um, and that that horrible series in Chicago, despite, uh, I think we uh, lost that series anyway. But the Rockies, um, they, they can do it. They can make a run, but I don't think they're going to make it. But who knows? Like, and that's the thing, like, People forget that this team made the playoffs not too long ago. 2018 seems like a long time ago, but it really wasn't, to be honest with you. You know, 2019, you know, that was its own season. 2020 was a shortened season. 2021 felt like like a day ago. It really did. Like, it felt like it was just yesterday. Um, so it hasn't been that long. And, yeah, a lot of the guys that were on that, that playoff team in 2018 um, are now gone. The only guys that remain are like Herman Marquez and, and Charlie Blackman and uh, and Scott Oberg, uh, and I think that's it. But um, and Ryan McMahon, I'm forgetting about him. But yeah, like, can the Rockies make the playoffs this year? They can. That's if they if everything goes right. And that's one thing. If the Rockies can make the playoffs in 2022, they have to stay healthy. Number one thing, they have to stay healthy. Uh, you know, last year, another surprising thing, the Rockies won 74 games despite Freeland missing the first month of the season. Uh, Rogers, he was out for at least a month or, or, or two of the season. And, you know, he had a cold start. Then, you know, he got hot at the end of the year. Um, and this team still won 74 games. So there's a lot of potential here, but you have to stay healthy. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some injuries along the way, but if the Rockies can avoid some of those bigger injuries, and if they can have a slightly, just a slightly better bullpen, and if the rotation can still do what they did last year and hang on to some of those games and the offense can carry them, this Rockies team could potentially win at least 80 games, maybe 81, 82, 83, 84. Heck, who knows, maybe 85. I know I'm trying to, you know, push it here, and I know I might be a little bit too optimistic, but, you know... We've seen in years past where the Rockies have been like, oh, we need a superstar. We need all these type of guys. And listen, I know we kind of got one in, in Chris Bryant, but you know what? Maybe the Rockies are one of those teams that, you know what? We like to be the underdog, which we've heard from Rockies players like Ryan McMahon and Chris Bryant and Charlie Blackman this spring. We've, we've heard the word underdog a lot, which I kind of like. And, you know, maybe, and you know, you take a look at 2018, right? Uh, 
I remember t- going into 2018 after the Rockies lost the wildcard game to the to the Diamondbacks the year before. Some people were not high on the Rockies, and, and and this team went to the division series that year. So the Rockies have been slipped on before, and kind of like in 2017 as well. Like going going into the 2017 season, the Rockies roster had a potential to make the playoffs, but some people had them. You know what? They might barely miss the playoffs, but. The Rockies are in position, even if they don't make the playoffs this year, they're in position to to get close to the playoffs, I think. And that's another thing. If the Rockies are in contention by the trade deadline, or maybe slightly before the trade deadline, they could very well go out and get some pitching. And they might say, hey, we feel like we're this close away from possibly getting that third wildcard spot. And, you know, I've gotten some comments from some people saying, you know, you know, you know, we we know that the front office want to compete, which is great. But what do they mean by compete? Do they want to win a World Series? Do they want to make the wild card? Do they want to win division? You know, just today I was watching a video of Bud Black, and you know, he was saying that, you know, of course we all want to win the division. That's our goal. But right now, I think the Rockies' goal is just to make the playoffs to prove everybody wrong that hey. You know, despite losing Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, John Gray, we can still make the playoffs. We still have a lot of young talent here that, hey, you know, in the future, we're going to be a playoff team and we're going to be winners in in the National League West. And, you know, so, yeah, like I wouldn't count the Rockies out. And a lot of people are already doing that. Like tonight, they came out with the Fangraphs, you know, projected standings. For 2022, the Rockies are projected to be fifth place team in the National League West, worse than the worse than the Arizona Diamondbacks, who won only 55 games last year, to where the Rockies were 19 games better than them, um, where I had 19 more wins than them. And people think that the Diamondbacks will be better than the Rockies this year. It's like how? But you know what? The Rockies have done this before. They've been slept on before, and they've been uh, proving a lot of people wrong recently, which is great. And hopefully the Rockies can prove some people wrong. And listen, I know that I might be jinxing it a little bit, but still, like, this Rockies team could surprise some people. And listen, you know, a lot of people are starting to kind of, like, question Chris Bryant a little bit because he's been saying some stuff that you know, some people are like, wait, what? Wait, what? Um, you know, Chris Bryant has said recently that he thinks this Rockies team could be a playoff team this year. And same thing with Randall Grichik. Um, and, and you listen, you know, you get that from every single player that might be on a, on a team. But for the Rockies, they're kind of in that area to where we're not rebuilding. We're going to make a push here. Um, so we'll see. But, you know, you, you take a look at this team compared to 2019, um, because I don't think I really finished uh, that comparison. But, you know, 2019, the offense wasn't great. Again, it, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great because you, again, you were relying on Nolan Arenado, Trevor Story, and Charlie Blackman, who all had very good years that year. Uh, they were all all-stars, including David Dahl. He also had a good year, but he also got injured um, later in the year. But um, Ian Desmond had a good year. But, like, maybe the offense wasn't so bad in 2019 as I look at it now, um, looking at their stats. It wasn't a bad offense, to be honest with you. It actually was kind of good. Um, but the problem was the pitching and injuries. The pitching wasn't good that year. The only, Really, the only good pitcher in 2019 for the Rockies was John Gray. Uh, Sensatella didn't really have a good year. Marquez didn't really have a great year. Uh, it was like, eh, whatever. Um, not great. 
Uh, he, I think he also got injured at the end of the season as well. Uh, Mar- you know, like I said, Marquez, Sindatella, uh, Freeland, of course, they didn't have good years um, with the Rockies. And then John Gray, like he was really the only good pitcher. And then John Gray, he got injured. If you remember, I think he had that foot injury when he was taken out in, I, I think, was it July or August? So they had to rely on guys like Tim Melville. Um, big callback to him. I know a lot of Rockies fans love him. Uh, you know, he actually pitched kind of well at the end of the 2019 season. They also called up Peter Lambert, who, you know, had a good couple starts. And then after that, he just fell off. But yeah, the pitching in 2019 was just bad. The bullpen was bad. Um, for the most part, except Scott Oberg and Carlos Estevez had good years. I remember uh, there was good guys in that bullpen. Um, the bullpen was actually better in my. I think the 2019 bullpen was for sure better than 2020 and the 2021 bullpen. Um, the problem was the injuries and the rotation. The rotation was bad. So comparing 2019 to 2022 to what we have, the, is the lineup better? I have to say the 2019 lineup slightly better than the Rockies this year uh, in terms of the lineup. Starting rotation, I think the starting rotation is better than the 2019 rotation. Um, Of course, you know, because 2019 wasn't so good, but even going into the 2019 season, you know, I mean, there was a lot of optimism, but still, like, I I don't know. It's kind of close. Maybe I can call it even, but... um, And then the bullpen. So I got to say the 2019 team was actually better than the team going into 2022. Is that a sign of how things will go in 2022? I hope not. But at the same time, though, you got to remember the 2019 team going to June was a wildcard team. So the Rockies have a chance to be potentially, if things line up, the Rockies could be a wildcard team going into the summer this year, which is exciting. The thing is that the Rockies... I think the Rockies could have made the postseason in 2019 if they would have avoided those injuries in the rotation. If the rotation would have been healthy and actually somewhat good to where they were right around, you know, three or four ERAs, then yeah, I think they would have made the playoffs. But the Rockies, they suffered those injuries and they just couldn't get done. And especially they were playing not so good teams that year. I remember they were playing a lot of poor teams like the Padres and the Padres just railed on them. Like, railed on them bad and it was just embarrassing so for the Rockies to compete in 2022 they have to avoid injuries um, and they have to have a a slightly better bullpen keep the rotation as is and the offense has to be better and I think this Rockies team could be a wildcard team this year but things have to go right Um, and, and for sure the rotation because if you lose one of those rotation guys like Freeland Marquez or Gomber or Sinzatella Things might get scary in Colorado to where, oh boy, we might have to call up an emergency starter like Tim Melville or, of course, we don't have him, but a guy like that. You know what I mean? Uh, Maybe like Brandon Gold or, uh, you know, somebody from AAA or maybe even AA, Ryan Felder, maybe. And that's another thing. Like some people, like the Rockies depth isn't great going into this year in terms of pitching, but they do have options. Um, Ryan Feldner, like I mentioned, Ashton Godot. Who I kind of like. Um, he actually did kind of well, uh, well or good. I should say good. He actually did kind of good last year, especially in the last month or two of the season, when he had those emergency starts. Um, one of them was in Arizona. He did pretty well actually. But yeah, the Rockies. 
they have to do well in 2022 in order for them to compete for the wild card. And actually, I think they can do it, but they have to stay healthy. But will they make it? I don't think so. But I do think that they'll be close, very close. I think, uh, obviously, if you want to go see my predictions, you can go check them out on my Instagram channel. Not channel. On my Instagram page. I know it's late. (laughs) Um, But yeah, you can go check them out on Instagram um, at Rockies now. But I have the Cardinals and the Padres not making the playoffs. And uh, I'm not going to explain why. But I think the Rockies could be around 500 this year and not make the playoffs. I think if the Rockies don't make the playoffs this year, but make it to right around 500, I'm actually going to say that's a successful year because the Rockies just got better and the Rockies future is getting brighter. I know the minor league system is probably one of the worst in baseball still right now, but I think it's getting better for sure. At least in, you know, low A and high A and double A, it's really good. Where triple A, not so good because you have a lot of minor league signings and uh, from free agency and guys like that. So we'll see. So I guess that's it for my team preview. So yeah, like, you know, um, for team predictions, those were kind of my predictions. Uh, well, for the Rockies, for my pre- team predictions, I-, I think the Rockies are going to be a 79 and 83 win, t- uh, win team. Um, I should say they're going to win 79 games and 83 losses. So they're going to they're be close to 500. However, I wouldn't be surprised if the Rockies maybe finish above 500, like 81, 82, 83 wins. I think that's a possibility. Um, the most I could see them getting is 83 wins. Um, and then the, 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 the floor for them would probably be right around last year, 74, 75 wins. Um, Cy Young for the Rockies, I'm going to go with Herman Marquez. However, if I wasn't going to pick him, I would probably go with Kyle Freeland. I think he's going to have a big year. Really excited what he's going to do. And then for MVP, I'm going to go with CJ Crone just because of last year. And, and I think that he's still going to do well and he's still going to hit well in that ballpark. And plus, this is the first time he's ever stayed with the team in back-to-back years, I think, since he was with the Angels. Because I think he was with the Angels for a few years and then he went to Tampa and all that. So I'm going to go with CJ Crone. So, yeah, those are my Rockies predictions, I guess. Um you know, other than CJ Crone, I could see Ryan McMahon or, or Chris Bryan take that MVP role as well. But for the team projections and, and what I want to see from the Rockies, I think we might see a good year from, like I said, Kyle Freeland, Ryan Mack. Um, there's a lot of good guys in this lineup that I'm really excited about, Leos Diaz and, and all those guys. And I think that going into this year, since it's now officially opening day, for Major League Baseball, not for the Rockies, it's tomorrow. But since it's officially opening day, I think it's super exciting that we have baseball back. But just looking at this Rockies team, they have to do well. They cannot have hardly any injuries. If they do, you know, if if they have one injury, that's fine, I guess. But they cannot have a, a, a bunch of injuries. They have to avoid those at all costs, right? So, um... Expect to see a big season from Ryan McMahon. Expect to see a, a big year for, for Brendan Rodgers if he stay, stays healthy. Um, CJ Crone, have a good year. Chris Bryant. Like, this is a very scary lineup. Like, in my opinion, I think this is a potentially a wildcard lineup for sure. If it stays healthy. Um, Jose Iglesias, not, not a bad shortstop there. You know, still has some questions there, but not too bad. If Trevor Story was in this lineup, this is for sure a playoff lineup. Um, with Jose Iglesias in there and 
uh, and all that. You know, it, it's it's on the border line of you know close to playoffs to a wild card team. So we'll see. So I guess those are my team previews for the Rockies. Um, so yeah, expect some big things from some of those guys. Um, Sam Hilliard, he has to wake up. He he has to stop striking out. Um, hopefully he does that this year. And who knows, maybe by the end of the year when I do my talk about the, the season, hopefully Sam Hilliard will have a good year. We'll see what happens with him. Um, hopefully he gets some playing time. But at the same time, though, does he deserve it right now, especially after having a not-so-good spring? I don't think so, unfortunately. But, hey, he has to step it up. Hopefully he does that. Uh, the rotation... Like I said, you do lose John Gray, but I still think that this rotation is still good. Um, don't count them out yet. The bullpen, keep an eye on them. Hopefully they get better as well. Um, if they do all those things, if everything goes right, except maybe you know if you have a bump or two, that might be fine, I guess. But if this thing goes right for the Rockies, the Rockies may be a wildcard team, but they have to beat the Padres, and that's another thing, and that's another conversation for another time. But... If the Padres like somehow fall off a little bit, this Rockies team I think could finish in third place, which would give them a much, much, much better chance of making the playoffs. So we'll see um, what happens with your Rockies going into 2022. Again, folks, happy opening day. Let's freaking go. Baseball is finally back uh, for your Colorado Rockies. Well, I should say one more day, but one more day until that. But uh, if you're going to the game, have fun. Wear your Rockies stuff. Wear your Rockies gear. Cheer on your Rockies as loud as you can. Support your team. Uh, whether whether you're a fan of the Rockies or uh, another team, make sure you cheer on your team with flying colors. All right? Well, anyway, folks, good night. That is my Rockies preview going into 2022. Um, so, yeah, I guess... Uh, I'll end it here, and uh, until next year, I'll do my 2023 team predictions and and team preview. But, you know, of course, this year I'm going to be talking about the Rockies uh, throughout the season. So, um, yeah, so expect some more podcasts. Anyway, folks, good night. Peace out. Go Rockies. We'll see you on opening day on Friday. Mm